as an owner of a company, I care about the utilization of the equipment. I care about who's operating it. Is it being maintained? Um, do I have the right uh, team supporting those crews? And you know, with data, we can start to provide those insights. Sean, I'm excited to be able to chat with you today. To begin, share what is a Sinar in, in five seconds, very brief. Uh, we're an operations platform for construction contractors. I love it. Straight to the point. This <laughs> concept of why you developed it, talk to me about the problem and how, and how did you come to realize the problem itself that existed? Yeah, well, I experienced the problem in my own construction business back in Australia. So... Uh, I'm a tech guy that started a construction business. I had a, an exit in the mid 2000s. I won't go into the the long detail of, of my background unless of course you want to. Um, but I ended up starting a construction company and uh, with, a, with a friend of mine and um, we just found that there wasn't a lot of software that was born in the cloud, had mobility first and would really solve like operational business problems. So uh, after searching the market, not being able to find a, modern platform we uh we built one it's one of the best stories is, is when you yourself feel the pain and you're like all right I, I need to i need to solve this so it's interesting though i don't haven't heard much folks who start in construction then go to tech um so that's, <laughs> yeah that's a fun I, I get transition. told that all the time actually most people go from construction to tech not tech to construction um yeah. it's been six years ago so this, you said mid 2014 that you started this how yeah. has you have you seen the overall use of technology then advances in the last three years is the yeah. big shift oh yeah yeah um it's really interesting because um when we first started out we had to describe what the cloud was to a lot of our customers and honestly because they had a server in the office, they had QuickBooks or they had like their accounting system on it. And that was probably it. Um, QuickBooks and Zero um, and some of these other sort of, you know, small to medium size uh, accounting systems educated a lot of our customers for us, as did um, smartphones. You know, um, if you look on a job site, you'll see workers that have the same smartphones as everyone else. And they were very, very fast to adopt that. Um, so we saw a bit of a shift happen there. Um, so we have less conversations about what the cloud is now. Um, but what's really interesting about like construction specifically is because they have been such laggards in adopting technology, they're almost skipping generations of tech. Like they're literally jumping from a spreadsheet system or a manual system that they started using in the nineties um, now they're jumping straight into the cloud. And so that's really nice. You know, when I get asked like, who are, who do we compete with? Um, nine out of 10 times, it's literally Microsoft Excel. It's a whiteboard. It's a manual process. Yeah. So I mean, there's some, there's some good and some bad in that, you know, it's great that they're able to like skip an entire generation of, uh, you know, tech, I guess. Mm -hmm. So let's, um, walk through some use cases and examples of, of how you've helped some of your clients. Yeah. So um, a lot of contractors, you know, particularly where they've got a lot of heavy equipment, like you can see in the background there, um, that sits on their balance sheet and they have operators for the equipment. They have crews that support the operation of the machinery. Um, and they're generally working on a lot of projects all at the same time. And generally they can be geographically spread out over a few miles or it could be, you know, different states, that type of thing. So we really help them get visibility into scheduling, planning, managing 
um, those projects, managing those crews, managing the equipment, helping them manage safety, um, doing it all remote now. You know, it's relevant in the COVID world. Um, you know, quite often, like the office was always disconnected from the field, but they could drive out to the project site. Now with COVID, they can't even do that a lot of the time. So we really kind of enable the field as well as uh, provide the office the connectivity that they, they need to get to the projects. Data definitely changes the game then because then yeah. you can infer a lot of uh, ideas and thoughts for them to, to realize like, wow, that's great, a suggestion yeah. of how, what they can act on. But you're, all, you're both helping them um, give suggestions or how to view the data, but also capture the data. Um, tell me, how, how are you capturing all that data for them? Yeah, so there's, there's mobile apps. So we have, you know, um, iPads and, you know, tablets, phones, that type of thing. Um, and we, we kind of answer, well, we don't ask them questions that we already know the answers to. So uh, like a really simple example is um, if I'm working on the I-25 upgrade here in Denver, Colorado, I, I shouldn't need to ask the workers, like what project are they on? Because I know that I've got a geofence. I've done some scheduling and planning. I also know that you're operating unit number six. It's a 25 ton excavator and I know who the crew is. So we make it like really seamless um, frictionless, like effortless, I guess, from a data collection. And when you do that, you get really good quality data that maybe you do need the answers from because I'm getting, uh, I'm not asking 30 questions. I'm only asking five questions that I don't know the answers to. Um, so that's been, a, that's been a huge game changer for our customers. Like they really get, um, you know, really powerful, meaningful data and insights into their business. Um, but we also help them with other sort of, I, I would say, like less project related flows. Um, you know, if you, you look at the machines in the background there, that's probably a million bucks worth of equipment in those two machines um, all set up. So as an owner of a company, I care about the utilization of the equipment. I care about who's operating it. Is it being maintained? Um, do I have the right uh, team supporting those crews? And, you know, with data, we can start to provide those insights. That big excavator breaks down a hell of a lot. So you should probably think about, you know, replacing it, for example. And so they're the sort of insights that they can get. Um, in the old days, you would go by a manual process, a gut feel, or maybe a conversation with someone in the shop about whether that unit should be retired or not. And so now contractors are understanding that, like, let's use data to actually make those decisions. Data definitely change, changes the game. Oh, yeah. More gut feel uh but you can make informed decisions good decisions yeah and and i think that like back to my earlier point around contractors skipping generations of technology if you know um there are oldest legacy systems that you know have been around since the 80s or the 90s and they just can't surface they're very rigid workflows they don't let you capture that level of data let alone like interpret or surface insights about it so um, I definitely think there's a there's been there's a shift that's uh, that's that's happening you know with contractors and um, you know they're they're saying great things about you know the visibility they now have and forward look into the future um, because of that data. What's your your business model? Is a monthly SaaS, yearly SaaS? So how does it work? Number of seats? Yeah, yeah. So so it's SaaS. Uh, we we license it based on the number of workers that they have. Um, generally they've got 50 to 500 employees. So we're sort of selling into, I guess, sort of the small to mid market sort of band. Um, generally they're annual contracts. Um, some of them pay us, you know, monthly, quarterly, annually, 
we've got a few multi-year deals as well, um, but generally it's a it's a twelve month uh, contract. And looking forward, uh, what's where do you see the company in the near term the next year or so? What, where you, where's your head at? And also long term, next five years. Yeah. So in the short term, um, I mean, I'm Australian, but I live in in Denver, Colorado. So we 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 started out down there. We have customers in Australia, New Zealand. We launched into the U.S. a couple of years ago. We have customers here and in in Canada as well. Um, I think you know if I was to get to you know, October, November, end of 21. Uh, we're also in the UK, you know, we've spun up a little business over there. Um, and I think we're sort of, you know, continuing to expand our reach uh, across North America uh, as well. We've got customers and opportunities um, in other markets, but we're sort of being really focused on just executing really well and sort of replicating what we did in, you know, in launching in the US, which was start small, start to build up a little bit of a brand, get some great customer stories, really solve the, the, the problem set for them. And then, you know, kind of look elsewhere. Um, five years from now, you know, our, our, our goal, my goal was to sort of bring um, industry into the 21st century, I guess, when it comes to, you know, adopting technology. I think, um, you know, our, our mission is to help them keep building. You can see that in the background as well, because that's what contractors are really good at. Um, technology is not the center of the universe for them. Um, they make money by winning more projects and executing on them really, really well. So, you know, if we can um, continue to make it easy to use, frictionless, effortless, they'll keep building, they'll grow their business and they'll be, um, so from a product perspective, that's our focus. And I think that'll help us ultimately to answer your question, uh, become the standard. You know, that's our, our goal for our profile of industry, the contractors we sell to. Um, I, I, you know, I want to become the, I want us to become the standard, uh, you know, for, for industry. Where can people go to learn more and what's a good first step for them that they could take? Yeah. I mean, we've got uh, a lot of content um, on our site. There's a couple of short demos that they can go and take a look. Um, but generally I actually would recommend that they go read some reviews on, uh, from contractors, like don't hear it from us, hear it from the voice of the customer. Um, I'm really, really proud of what we do, like with the, with the customer success uh, team and how we engage. We, we become a part of their business. Most of those reviews don't talk about how great our product is. They talk about the experience that they have and ultimately how, we, how we're a part of their business and help move the needle for them. Um, start there, go watch a product demo and have a look and see if there's any, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, pain points that we can help solve for and uh, reach out. We'd love to show you the platform and see if we can help. That concludes the audio version of this episode. To see the original and more, visit our Uptech Report YouTube channel. If you know a tech company we should interview, you can nominate them at uptechreport.com. Or if you just prefer to listen, make sure you subscribe to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Thank you.